all right all right all right this is episode three of hardwood talks i am chance mack and this is Dalen baker and we are excited to bring to you another edition of hardwood talks today we're gonna call this the lebron so because this is gonna be all about lebron and what he's doing in the community man um i guess the first topic that we're going to get into is just um the big news he opened a school man yeah that's like legendary i think that puts him over michael jordan already well i I, you know i've already been kind of biased anyway but now it just kind of solidified it what do you think about him opening the new school i promise yeah man you know what i think the i promise school is uh, first and foremost, um, it's goat worthy. Um, I, you know, I've been saying he's the goat for a while. No disrespect to Jordan, but yeah. I think being the goat, it requires on the court performance and off the court representation. Yeah. Um, and I think, man, LeBron has really he's taking it to a whole nother plateau, a whole nother level. So, big shout out to LeBron. Big shout out to I Promise. Uh, I love what he's providing as far as the opportunity to the kids, yeah, and also the opportunity for the parents, yeah, you to saw be able that, to, right? yeah, you know, to be able to just provide resources, mm-hmm. opportunity for furthering their education, not only for the kids but for the parents. And um, hey, man, he's putting his money where his mouth is, right? You know, but I mean, you tell me how you feel about it, man. I just think it's 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 legendary. Like I said earlier, man, it's just you don't see that every day from athletes. And I know we're going to kind of get into, you know, the responsibility of athletes. Right. Or if they even have any type of responsibility to the community that they yeah. come from. But yeah. what LeBron did, man, is just revolutionary. Because with him being the most popular athlete in the world, he has a lot of people looking to see what his moves are. And they follow right. his moves. Free agency is is indicative of LeBron's footprint. Right. Um, just in terms of what he did in making the decision to go to Miami. Right. And now we're seeing players take back their own freedom um, and just explore their options. Right. But just in relation to the school, I just think that um, he's revolutionizing what it means to be an athlete. Yeah. So gone are the days of shut up and dribble. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> should we even give her any attention on our podcast? Hey, man, look, uh, Laura, Laura Ingram. Listen, man, first name, last name, yeah. kick rocks. Um, but, you know, I can't say enough about what King James is doing um, on the court, but certainly off the court, man. I, 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 And also, like, in lieu of just talking about what LeBron is doing, shout out to D. Rose. Yeah. Um, I saw the $400,000 commitment to, to scholarships he's providing for, you know, for young people who are trying to pursue their higher-level education. Big, man. I, you know, to me, I think – this is what it's about. It's you know, going into your communities, making an impact, investing into those who look like you. Yeah. And um, each one reach one. And so, I, I, you know, not, not just the NBA community, not just the sports community, but the world community. I really hope that millionaires, billionaires, everybody who looks like him and everybody who doesn't, decides to get involved in what he's doing. Yeah. And, I, hey, you know what? I think every state should have an I Promise school. Yeah. Honestly, that's that's real, man. And, you know, it, it's crazy that to think that that school is a public school. It's like, wow, because when we typically hear of schools being open, they're charter schools and really difficult to get into. Right. But this is truly for his community. Yeah. And, and even just giving the backstory on the school was just eye opening just oh, yeah. to hear LeBron James. 
the greatest athlete of all times right. say that he missed 83 days of school in fourth grade. That's crazy. And the reason he missed those day, those that many days of school was because he didn't have a stable home. Man. And it's just crazy to think that there's millions of kids, thousands of kids right. all across America that have that same story. And Man. we don't know. And they don't typically pan out to be LeBron James. Oh, but they, they become invisible children. You know, yeah. we, don't, we don't pay them any mind because they don't uh, stand out on the basketball court. Right. And even in the interview with uh, Rachel Nichols, I think, on ESPN, shout out to ESPN. Right. He said that, um, you know, the family that helped him was helping him before he was even playing basketball. Right. Like, he wasn't a standout athlete or anything. They just had the love in their heart. Yeah. And because they gave him that love, he started to explore basketball right. in the fifth grade. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, if he would have never played basketball? We're talking about arguably the greatest player of all time. Yeah. Yeah, the chosen one. Right. Yeah, would have I'm, never played basketball if he didn't have that love and care from his community. And yeah. just to see him reinvest into his community is just amazing. So. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, um, you know, not to even take a slight or a shot at Michael Jordan and, and what he means, not to the not just to the basketball community, but even to the black community. Mm, okay. Um, I, one thing I would just say is this. We know that Michael, you know, he paved the way for a lot of basketball players yeah. on and off the court. With that being said, I, I do, in comparison, the reason I put LeBron at that GOAT status, leaving off the, uh, on the court stuff aside right now, mm -hmm. off the court, I feel like, I feel like Michael is in there so much more. Yeah. And, and um, yeah. him as a right, right now, he has the ability to make a greater impact. Oh, yeah. And that's not to discredit how he gives back, how he helps people, mm -hmm. and... Shout out to Mike. I just Crazy. he creates a lot of jobs. He, he certainly does, and, and, yeah. and he hey he's an owner. You know yeah. that's a major, um, that's a wave, that's a foundation, that's an that's a, that's a blueprint for a lot of athletes to follow. Exactly ownership. Exactly. So so major shout out to Michael. I just want to say that I think LeBron with the I Promise School, he has just really taken a a, a path and trailblazed it. I mean he yeah. has really created a wave not just for those who can who are athletically inclined, but also for those um, who are just seeking a better way to get education, access right. to resources. And I love not just what he's doing for the students alone, but he's facing the reality that, you know, it's kind of like the mothers and the fathers, they need resources too. They need help. Yeah. And I think providing them not only for the ability to complete education, but also the ability to have access to basic food options i think yeah. it's just essential and um i think you know the pictures we've seen in the school man is aesthetically pleasing it looks yeah. like something man like it's crazy i, I want to go there right? yeah definitely <laughs> yeah yeah so so man big big shout out to lebron and, and and i know you talked about just like the role that athletes have on but as well off the court man i think yeah. lebron is like he's the perfect trailblazer who i expect every man to have some faults and some issues but man, I mean, he's really been an upstanding individual and a constituent to his community that is like, man, surpasses yeah. all expectations, man. Yeah, he, he it seems like he's unscathed, yeah. man. Like, yeah. you don't hear any issues off the court. Right. Um, seems like a like a good guy um, to be around. Definitely. Um, and then you listen to the guys who grew up with him. Right. 
You know, he put him in position to be multimillionaires. He was a bad. Like, yeah, you yeah, just got to follow his vision. So, yeah, man. And, you know. You know, and I like that you said that follow his vision, but it's like, I love the way that he's empowering them in the sense that, you know, they have their own vision. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they're in positions of power to not only represent him, but also to be able to effectively, um, you know, take their dreams and to put that into execution. Yeah. And I think supporting that narrative is, is really, really important. So, man, big yeah. shout out to LeBron. Big shout out to the, to, to the homies, the day ones who stayed with them. And, man, I really love the direction that the I Promise School is going. Um, and I think, you know, it's so interesting. You don't hear the media talk about this. He didn't do a big, like, I'm taking my talents to L.A. Yeah. He kept it really low key, um, did it his way. And I really respect how he's using his personal platform to be able to build off of his moves as well as giving back to the community in the hometown that he's from. Yeah, man. And I want to just give a, a huge shout out to Rich Paul, uh, Maverick Carter. Oh, yeah. Um, Randy Mims. Um, his team is inner circle because, you know, it's one thing to, to see LeBron play. Right. And that's the inspiration. Right. But just to see the level of excellence that his team off the court um, – executes with is, is really inspiring as well man Absolutely. you think about rich paul being one of the if not the best agent in nba basketball and you think about his roster um from superstar to role player right um and in the way that he does it yeah uh it's not what he does the way that he does it is is just revolutionary oh yeah um and he and he reminds me a lot of myself and my friends you know um so that's really cool to see uh, just those guys, those guys do it at such a high level, oh, yeah. man, and it's, it's, it's inspiring. But just moving on to just that, that but staying on that same topic yes. of just giving back to the community, right. do you feel like athletes are responsible um, or have some kind of obligation to give back to the community, or is it just, hey, is my money, you know, right. my bag? Yeah, I mean, listen, as, as an adult and – as grown people, you have a responsibility to handle your business as an individual. Mm -hmm. Let me say that first. Uh, as a constituent in your community, you should be finding ways to, to contribute, even if it's just getting up on time and going to work, right? Yeah. Um, with that being said, you know, that old saying of too much is given, much is required. And I think that NBA players or athletes as a whole, they do have a social responsibility okay. to okay. do more. Um, and when I say do more, it's not just the financial end, because I think financially that's easy, right? Um, right, simple, get, to, get with your accountant. And, um, you know, I, I think going the next step in not only creating more horizontal relationships with everyday people, but also finding ways to where you can create platforms to communicate the message that you want to get out, to uh, be able to, you know, invest finances into your community yeah. um, I think that's something that like if we even look at Malcolm X he talks about a lot about how you know we glorify spending money elsewhere but within our own communities and it's not a right you know and it's not about like what your race is I think it's more just about hey like you know if you come from this community find ways to contribute back to it. you don't have to live there but there's a way to where you can invest and you can be an intricate part of that of that economy and can can continue to provide opportunities for those who are not in your same position. And I think it can be both beneficial to you and your bottom line, 
but also to the people who live in that area as well. I agree, man. You got to think of the. You have, you the, have opportunity the opportunity to create, to create the, next the next you. Right. Really. really. I, and you have the platform and the attention to invest in that person. person. And you don't also, you don't always have to write a check. Oh, talk like, to me. Like, yeah. You have um, brands and companies that are willing to partner with you. Right. Just to, just to be associated with your name. Absolutely. Um, and can support your, your cause of giving back. back. Right. So I would just I would encourage just athletes, athletes to look into that. Yeah. Just, just to build the offers on what they can do in their community. Right. Um, with that being with that said, said, I want to give a, 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 a shout out to my, to my personal friend, friend who's an athlete, athlete NFL, NFL athlete, athlete um, Brandon Chubb. Chubb. Oh, shout out to Chubb. Yeah. Yeah. They just had had an event or Chubb Foundation sponsored a camp for kids a few weeks ago here in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz okay nice nice. so So I want to give a shout out to them because that's um evidence of athletes just giving back to the community right they didn't I'm sure they're they're not obligated to do that but they wanted to do that kindness of their heart so shout out Brandon and Bradley Chubb and the whole Chubb family absolutely definitely yep so so um also I guess another thing that we kind of already touched on um but I, I really want to kind of dive into it. Is just, yeah. just um, what, are what are the viewpoints on um, Laura Ingram's comments now today? today. I, I want to kind of revisit that shut up and dribble comment that she made a year ago. Yeah. Well, first, you know, for those who do or who don't know Laura Ingram, <laughs> you know, she's a uh, she's a character. Yeah, she's a character. She's a host. She has a, a late night show that comes on Fox News. Um, she is a woman who I wouldn't even say that she reports the news. I would say that she just takes whatever is a trending topic and she puts the Laura Ingram angle on. It. Um, that's number one. Number two, you know, she was completely wrong. Um, at the end of the day, what we have is um, athletes have a platform to where they can excel athletically, but then also they have the opportunity to take their platform and to manifest change in ways that exceed the basketball court, the football field, uh, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And so for me personally, you know, I feel that she was in the dead wrong. Yeah. And yeah. I think that not only LeBron James, uh, not only, you know, we mentioned shout out to Derrick Rose, shout out to Kevin Durant with his humanitarian award he recently won. Yeah, um, that's big. You know, but I, I, I think. KD, we see. Right. Um, but I, I really think that. This is an opportunity to where all athletes, listen, you see the call to action, respond to it. You see the need in your community, respond to it. Um, And there's no need to be, you know, uh, you don't have to show a lack of authenticity. Be original. Do it in your own way and be creative. And whatever you think is something you're passionate about, hey, fill the void. Yeah, Yeah. I agree, man. And. I kind of want to touch on something that I think the NBA is doing very well is their um, philanthropy efforts. Right. Just with, just with the NBA CARES program. Yeah. It seems like they're investing in technology and investing in the community. Right. Which means which means Yeah. Yeah. I want to segue into uh, the NFL and mm. their approach to the community. I know that they just um, had a settlement with the players to give $83 million <laughs> <laughs> um, to to underprivileged communities. Right. But what are your thoughts on on the NFL's um, approach to the community? Listen, you know, 
the NFL, um, in my personal opinion, um, I would say they could do more mm-hmm. because they are not just a conglomerate. I mean, they are a force. Yeah. Um, especially in America, but also internationally. Yes. But certainly in in America, in um, though I think that they are trying because of the current social topics mm-hmm. that are trending around the anthem, the president, Colin. and Colin. Shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take a second just to say shout out to Colin Kaepernick because um, he's standing up for a righteous cause, and no matter if he ever takes down. Right, right, <laughs> taking the, taking a knee. Um, no matter if he ever plays another snap in football again, um, Colin Kaepernick is an NFL Hall of Famer. Amen. He is one of the greatest athletes of all time, and um, I hope that other athletes see what he represents yeah. and not just the fact that he took a knee. Look at why he took a knee. But the NFL has a long way to go. Yeah. They have influence that exceeds the NBA. Um, the NBA is heading in the right direction, mm-hmm. and they're, they're gaining grip in, in America as well as internationally. But I just want to say that the NFL has a long way to go. And NFL, listen, it is not just about money. But even if it was, you already have it. These athletes represent more than just um, individuals on a the field. Mm. They represent communities. Mm. You owe these communities for creating the personnel that entertains the spectators. Mm. Step up to the plate. Yeah, I, I'm speechless, man. That was powerful, man. I, I, I agree. I think that the NFL has um, opportunity. Right. I think that's the biggest word that I can find in my head is, is they have an opportunity yeah, to definitely. really make a statement and really shape America oh. in, a, in a monumental way. Right. And you got to think there's some athletes that have been fighting for these causes. Oh, yeah. Since the, the days of Lombardi. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, man, we talking about. Uh, you know, Jim Brown. Oh, come on. Icons, you yeah. know, um, all the way up to Colin Kaepernick. So, yeah, I think the NFL has a tremendous opportunity on their hands. Right. And if they could just take a step back and understand why. Yeah. Um, I think it will go a long way. And even if they said, hey, like, we're not going to, you know, come out publicly, but we're just going to invest in these programs. Like, oh, yeah. We're just going to set up schools, NFL schools, or we're, right. we're going to, you know, invest in technology for these kids and right. take these kids from trying to become athletes, but more so focused on the analytics of the games. Give oh, these yeah. kids opportunities in STEM, in right. uh, science, technology, engineering, oh, yeah. mathematics. Yep. Um, and give these kids a, a, a true opportunity to create success outside right. of their physical bodies. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think the NFL has uh, the, the means to do that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I know we're, this is a basketball show. It's hardwood talks, but Absolutely. You know, I definitely think that that's – what we want to communicate is just that intersection between sports and culture. So right. I'm glad that um, LeBron James is kind of sparking this conversation. Absolutely. Um, and yes, just going back to basketball, LeBron James also talked about in his interview with Rachel about um, how he believes in the young Lakers core. Oh yeah. Um, so let's kind of get into to the basketball side of things and right. dive into the players. I know we did a roster breakdown on our Instagram and Facebook. So if right. you're not following us on 
uh, Instagram, Facebook, all social media platforms. It's right. at Hardwood Talks. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and follow us, and um, we look forward to getting you all in part of our community. But let's talk about the Lakers' young core. Yeah, well, look, I, I looked online today, and, um, you know, in reference to the, the young core that the Lakers have, let's take a different approach to just communicating on age. Um, out of the Lakers roster, they currently only have – uh, four players who are 30 years of age or older. Mm. You know that's Lou. That's Lou Aldang. Your boy. <laughs> Come on, dude. let's get that. Let's get off. Let's get that off hey, the nah, book. Magic. Let's talk. Let's talk about Le- uh, LeBron, LeBron James. Um, you know we got uh, Javale <laughs> McGee. He just hit 30 years of age, and Rajon Rondo. Okay. And so um, Rajon's th- only 30. Only 30. Wow. Shout out to him. So we look at the core. Uh, these young players from Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart. To Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, um, so on and so on. You know, These even are second, third year players. Man. Right. Even Carwell Pope, who's only twenty five. Wow. Um, my take is this: with the addition of Michael Beasley, who's only twenty nine years of age, they have an opportunity to contend from day one. Um, they have the greatest contend? player in the world. Yes. Contend I mean, for oh a championship. Ooh, okay. And, you know, listen. I'm listening. Th- this is the thing where by adding Michael Beasley. Um, the Lakers have a competitive locker room. Okay. They have field generals. Personality. They have personality. And they have guys who are not going to accept just losing. <laughs> they might argue. They may debate. They may have issues on and off the court. But they're not going to accept being losers. Yeah. And um, I, I think with LeBron James leading, along with Rajon Rondo being a leader, Lance Stevenson being a leader, um, well, listen, Lance Stevenson being a leader, that's kind of like an oxymoron, but that's my opinion. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I listen, I, I respect that. The one thing I will say is this Lance Stevenson was one of the greatest phenoms we ever saw coming out of high school. Oh, yeah, nah. Like, and, I used to read about Lance, like right? ESPN, like Google, Google right. Lance Stevenson, right? Stevenson is, is currently He's a legend in New York, right? A 27 year old. Wow, I didn't realize. It's crazy how young these NBA players are. Yeah. Just in terms of how much basketball they've played. Yeah. You, these guys are household names, and they're, they're our age, 26, 27 years literally, old. Literally. Literally. Pope is 25. 25. Yeah. I'm telling Bruh, you, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so the one thing I would say about the Lakers in terms of have, not only having the greatest player in the world, um, who makes everybody better, um, I just look at the personnel, the lineup. And, I mean, we're talking about guys who are ranging from 6'5", 6'6", on up to 7'1". I mean, who can inter- interchangeably switch on defense. Yeah, that's the big part. That's right. The key. You know, yeah, and, and, and so, um, listen, this is the first roster outside of Miami where I feel comfortable to say that LeBron will actually be able to take rest, get rest on and off, you know, on the court and, and – and, um, can enjoy uh, a regular rotation that consists of maybe 34 to 36 minutes on the court at most. Um, I'm excited to see that along with these young players. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see how the young players respond. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 listen, I, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. I don't think it's going to be paradise overnight. Yeah. But training camp is coming. Um, listen, Lonzo Ball, you have an opportunity. Kyle Kuzma, we are expecting great things. Um, hey, I love Lonzo Ball, man. 
I think I think I think he's gonna be he's gonna be great, man. I, I see it in him. Okay. It's just about, you know, his his dad staying off off the like staying out of the game. I, I think his dad kinda waters him down a little bit and overshines him. Yeah. You gotta think, yeah. man. I, I watched the, the the game against the Knicks last year. Right. Um yep. do you remember that game? I remember when he yep. played in Madison Square Garden. Yep. And you could just tell, like you could just see glimpses and flashes of Alonzo Ball, and you're like, Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he got talent. He's oh, catching yeah. all oops. He's throwing no-look passes. I'm like, okay. And he's yeah. doing this in the mecca of basketball. So oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I would, I'm expecting really big things from Lonzo. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I like what he stands for, too. Just a humble kid yeah. about his business. Yeah, so. about to be a father as well. Um, yeah, you know, to that. Yeah, taking on new responsibilities. They take chances. Yep, literally. Um, <laughs> you know, what, what I like Ooh. is – I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, but go ahead. Speaking of fatherhood, can we talk about Blake Griffin a little bit? Oh, listen. Uh, <laughs> quick segue. Listen. Hey, the, <laughs> secure the bag. <laughs> two hundred fifty-eight thousand. Oh. I said. I'll say it again. Two hundred and fifty-eight thousand dollars in child support a month. Now, don't get me wrong. Blake Griffin is bringing in a little over thirty-one million a year. Hey, not to take care of your kids, though. Right. Not to count the man pockets, but we're talking about three million dollars a year in child support. Listen, ladies and gentlemen. Listen. Hey, 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 yeah. Listen. Hey, watch your words. <laughs> all, all I can say is this. You know, there's a difference hey, between the kids got to eat, man. Hey, two hundred fifty-eight thousand. I mean, man. I mean, we. I mean, we. We. It, listen. We got me speaking French talking about we. We. I mean, listen. I, I just. I don't know what to say, but all I know is this. Um, I hope that he's able to get. A quick amendment and to get some major adjustments to that child support. Oh, man. Well, you know, that's an uphill battle. It you is. Know, because, you know, the the system in America is, um, you know, it's challenging. Absolutely. Um, and, and God, I, like, I, I've never had to pay child support in my life. Right. I'm there every single day with my child. Absolutely. And I, I pray to God that never that situation never happens to me. But, yeah. you know, I I... I feel for Blake in a way, but at the same time, I, I, I care about the livelihood and the, the, the lifestyle that his children get to live, too. So oh, yeah, I understand definitely. both sides. Um, and I hope that the mother of his child is, is in good spirits as well. So, Well, 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 well here's, the, here's the thing. Okay. If we're going to ask a... Uh, I was going to leave it alone, but go yeah. ahead. Well, I was <laughs> going to say, if you're going to ask a father to pay $258,000 a month, I just want to say this. There is a discussion, and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, that's a little over $3 million a year. There's a discussion that if that's the financial responsibility of a father, I, I do think that there's a conversation that needs to surround would the child be better fit to be with the father. Um, not to get deep on the conversation, I'm just going to say that. If, you're fin if you financially feel that the father is, is fit enough to pay that amount, $258,000 a month, I think there is a conversation to consider is that father not fit enough to actually father to father the child full time. Um, you know, this isn't paternity court. This isn't yeah, defects. Hey, this is hardwood talks. This man. is hardwood talks. But I, I just <laughs> I, I just want to put some respect on on the mother's name and Blake Griffin's name and just let it be known that, um, you know, when we talk about justice and doing right by a child, we need to we need to consider is it relative to the age of the child and to the needs of the child? Yeah, I don't know any child spending two hundred fifty eight thousand dollars a month. 
Yeah. Let's deal with that. Yeah. Okay. Well, getting back into basketball. Um, right. I, I kind of wanted to touch on uh, just mellow for a quick second. Oh, And then we yeah. can kind of transition into back to yeah. um, just the social responsibility of, of the athlete. Definitely. But um, yeah. Melo finalized his buyout with the Atlanta Hawks. Right. I said last podcast, we don't know if the whole Rockets thing is official, but <laughs> I saw him and CP3 working out, and it seemed pretty competitive. Yeah. You know, what are your thoughts on Melo? It seems like the Rockets deal is coming to fruition. Yeah, I mean. What are your thoughts? Shout out to Melo, man. $25 million um, via buyout with the Atlanta Hawks. Secure the bag. Amen. That's that's the theme of the show, right? Yeah. Hey, we're going to say that every episode. Every, every episode, secure the bag. So, <laughs> shout out to Melo and his family. Uh, shout out to Lala. Shout out to Power. Uh, shout out to 50 Cent, man. Get the, get the strap. Um, you know what I'm saying? Get the Lord while you at it. Amen. But, but, but listen, um, yeah, I, I, I think I think Melo was doing what's right in terms of um, financially and, and, and off the court. Um, I think he helps Houston. With that being said, I, I, I do think Houston is going to be um, trying to find how this rotation will work. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to require some patience. Sacrifice. Some sacrifice. With that being said, the focal point is still Har- James Harden. You know, James is a player you cannot coach, you can't control, but the only thing I would ask if I'm Dan Tony is James, don't waste possessions you huh. just you just added a, a, a one of the deadliest shooters in nba history at least in the past 15 years yeah do not waste that opportunity to try to reinforce your dribbling abil- ability on that 24 co- 24 shot clock um you know that's out there look for mellow drive dish um keep chris paul healthy and i think they have a chance um but of course the biggest conversation is Melo has to play defense. A chance at what? I think they have a chance to compete for a championship. Man, dog, you say everybody got a chance to compete for a championship. I, I, well, I want to be it was the Wizards. Now it's the Lakers. Well, listen, the Wizards, the Wizards are in the Eastern Conference, but the Western Conference is that's a. I mean, let's just be let's just be frank. It's Golden State, it's Lakers, it's Houston. Not in any particular order, other than Golden State is clearly at, at the one position in yeah. terms of the seed. So. Those three teams will be there. I would just say that, yeah, they lost Ariza. That's tough That's loss big. defensively. That's huge. Yeah, it's, it's huge. A wing defender. Right. Um, the only thing you can do as Houston is score more points. And guess what? There's a possibility on paper that they could do that. Yeah. No, yeah. You need to do that. I agree. So, you know, that's my take on Melo. But shout out to him and his family. He secured the bag. I think I saw his his on the court earnings was similar to right so with like yeah, LeBron James. Right to LeBron James. Hey, so shout out. Yeah, and and no disrespect, Melo, you know he, he don't have he no rings. Yeah, 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 no no rings. No rings, but, but he, he got, got the bag. Yeah, he got the bag, and he got two two medals. Right, gold medals. Yeah. So shout out to him on that. Yeah. Um and and hey, you know and shout out to Stephen A. Smith for hating on Melo. Oh, Stephen, man, listen, hey, I, holla hey. at me, Stephen. Hey, listen, I, I I know this guy in Atlanta. He 
Look, he could do something with your hairline. Ah, whoa. <laughs> hey, you hey, know. hey, we're going to respect Stephen A. Smith, man. Hey, we're going we, to show some respect to Stephen A. Smith. He an OG paid away for us to do what we do today. Hey, hey, he definitely did. That's why, like I said, I got a recommendation. He good with the with the bevel blade. Ah, uh, yeah. So come and holla at me. You know, I'll get you connected, plugged in. Whoa, first, yeah. first cut on me. <laughs> 60 hey, just yeah. to sit in the chair. hey Stephen A, holla at us when you come to Atlanta, man. We got you, bro. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So, um, just getting back and and just in wrapping up this episode. So, I think we agreed that there is some responsibility, right, for athletes to give back to their community. Definitely. Um, we want to make sure that we send a huge shout out to LeBron James Major. for opening the I Promise School. And then we also want to shout out the excellence that his team represents. Absolutely. And um, we are excited to see what this NBA season brings. Man. Um, just the stories that are behind it. Right. And, again, we are your partner in bringing those stories to you on a daily basis. Absolutely. Fresh content. Like I said earlier, make sure that you follow us on social media at Hardwood Talks. And get engaged. Reach out to us. Yep. Hey, the email is simple. You have a question, got a concern. You want a partner? Are you a business owner? You want to advertise? You want to get access to our engaged listeners? Listen, send us an email at hardwoodtalks at gmail.com. Once again, that is hardwoodtalks at gmail.com. We will get back with you in exponential fashion. Um, with that being said, listen, man. I like we, that word. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith with it. Right. right? You know, um, man, we really appreciate all of our listeners. Yeah, uh, we, we, we all can across ever, the globe. Right. All of internationally, U.S., no matter where you are, from Australia to Antarctica. To London. To London, to Miami, to Atlanta, um, L.A., wherever you at, man, we really appreciate you checking in with us, engage with us, give us your feedback. Um, and listen, ladies, we have not forgotten about you. Amen. This is a platform <laughs> where I want you guys to know that you are ever in our minds. We got some great things coming up. And I know Chance and I have been talking about not only the WNBA, but also, you know, getting some really influential women who are some social leaders and some thought leaders within the community mm -hmm. on this platform. Be on the lookout for that. Let us know your thoughts. And listen, let, let, let's be clear. Chance and I talked about this recently. If you think that you are opinionated, you have a great personality, and that you have something to contribute to Hardwood Talks, whether you are a man or a woman, Reach out to us via email, engage with us on social media, let your presence be known. There is an opportunity for you to come on air with us. Yes. Yep. So, Dalen pretty much summed it up. So, with that being said, man, we want to thank you all for listening. This is episode three of Hardwood Talks, and we will see you all next week. Peace. <laughs>